Ooh, it's a hot day today. After really like is. two weeks of like nice weather. Yeah. I think it's supposed to storm tomorrow, maybe. Oh, good. I don't know. It's really hot. I'm done. Oh, incoming. Oh, no. No, no. Nope, just going to the chair. Okay. She's been a big bitch lately. Mm. <laughs> Cats. Welcome to another episode of Pajiba, the Pajiba Television Podcast. I'm Pajiba comedy editor Dan Hamamura. With me, as always, are Pajiba managing editor Tori Preston. Hello, Dan. Hello, Tori. And Tom Brady's number one fan, Justin Roll. <laughs> and that's what your, that's what your name you. says. That's, that's what, I understand that you you were uh, you were recently involved in a fantasy football draft, and you 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 couldn't wait to get Tom Brady on your team. Snatched him right out of the the Spared no expense dreams of none your... of that is true. <laughs> Didn't matter. That you Least favorite player of all time. Had other quarterbacks. You just had to have Tom Brady. He did get stuck with him, yes. <laughs> do, you think, do you think that he's uh, on Dancing with the Stars? I do not. <laughs> I liked the rumor. Well, I believed the rumor that he was going through uh, maybe a divorce. So we'll find out. That was the rumor I heard when it was not the Mass Singer. Oh, the Mass Singer. Sorry, yes. That's yeah, yeah. It'd be, it'd be weird if he was on Dancing with the Stars and nobody knew. Right. <laughs> it, would be, yes. <laughs> it would be um, weird for him to be on The Masked Singer. Like, I can't even picture him talking, let alone singing. It is a weird show, though. And they will get like a lot of low-rent celebrities, but every once in a while they'll have like a decent basketball player or football player on. But they're retired football players always. Right. Because yeah. I think well, it's in season. Isn't he like semi-retired? Does well, he, he retired, and they can Yeah, when he feels like it, I think. Yeah. Okay. He's quiet quitting. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm very proud of myself for working that one in. That works. This is the only appropriate. Yeah. The only time that that is actually true. <laughs> quiet quitting. Oh, what a dumb concept. Yeah, Just doing your job. Yes. <laughs> We quiet quit on this podcast every week. Every week, yep. Just bare minimum. Oh, we yeah. do our job. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm drinking. Uh... <laughs> yeah, what, first, what number of it is it? This this is the fourth beer tonight. Okay. Um, it's uh, but this one's a cider. Uh, it's a down east strawberry cider. And um, we sold our couch on Facebook Marketplace, which means that you get like 30 spam offers where like people from other countries try to get you to send them money on Zelle somehow. I don't know how it works. But then one legit guy came through and he happened to live up the street and he like comes down on his hoverboard and he's like looks at the couch and goes, yeah, I'm going to get that. That looks great. Uh, I'm buying it from one of the tenants in one of my buildings. That I, and so he was like one of these guys that buys up property right. on his hoverboard. But also <laughs> he brought this for us because he also makes down east 
cider. Oh. Is it all strawberry or is it strawberry-flavored apple cider? Yeah, it's strawberry-flavored apple cider, yeah. Okay. Um, and can you describe this hoverboard? Isn't, the, isn't that what they're called? They're like uh, little boards with like a ball in the center? And then, the, and then, yeah, I think that's that's a hoverboard. With a kind of ball thing. in the center. It's like a so it's side. Like... It's like a sideways skateboard. Only instead of wheels, it has a ball in the center. Oh. So it's not like it's not Back to the Future hoverboard. No, it doesn't actually float. No. But it sort of gives the illusion of it a little bit. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's the kind of thing that property broy guys would would have. Yeah. Yeah, Along I'm with sure it looks great in winter. Craft brewery, <laughs> beers, cider. <laughs> Not so even he beer. owns a cider right. brewery and is it's, like, it's like a legit one because this is in the grocery stores. I mean, if it's a local one, that's not that hard. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> how, how how far away is it in the grocery stores? <laughs> yeah, I think it's just with the, you know the ciders. Yeah. No, I mean, it, how many? How far, how far away Portland? is the grocery store? Like, how? Oh, like, what's the radius? Rough. Yeah, less than two miles. Okay. Yeah. So he's a, he's a cider making slumlord. I don't know that he's a slumlord, but maybe I don't know. He he has four properties, and he did say that rent control was lifted in Portland, so now he can make a lot of money. And he bought a place where the rent was twelve hundred, and now he can raise it to thirty two hundred, which is insane. I know. And you sold him your couch. You're <laughs> <laughs> you're helping yeah. his capitalism. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he it was like a furnished unit, I guess. Yeah. So they're gonna get a nice couch that our dog slept on for a year. Yeah. Didn't you just get that couch? Yes, but we found some woman was getting a divorce and moving to Florida, and she had a really nice one and was just, like, unloading it for cheap. So we were like, yes, please. So you, you've you taken advantage of family dissolution and uh, exploit the exploitation of uh, the renting class. Right. You're just from... Both ends. I'm pretty sure the woman that got divorced is MAGA, though, so I think it's okay. So you gave money to someone <laughs> to who's going to give that money to Donald Trump. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you know. That's... And plus side, I guess at least she's going to Florida. That's right. And she was moving. Oh, my God. She had this house, this beautiful house right on the ocean, just in the city, which is like how yeah you should have seen if she cut you a deal on that too you could have become a landlord (laughs) just raise you know rent it out well i think that was her idea she's moving and then she's going to rent that one out yeah which is what everybody does as we discussed last week on the uh the uh airbnb episode that's right that you'll (laughs) never hear (laughs) you really should have saved it dan I think we did that for like 40 minutes before the episode started. Oh, I forgot. See, the problem is that there's stuff that I had to cut because it was too personal. And then there was stuff that, but there was stuff like in between and I just cut the whole thing. I don't know. Anyway, it's fine. It was a long episode, I feel like. 
it was a long episode anyway. Uh, it was, yeah. Well, well, we'll talk about Airbnb again someday. Yeah, I mean, Until I don't then. think our feelings on it have changed. No. <laughs> Until then, Tori, what are you drinking? Oh, um, oh, I'm back on my bullshit. I've got my uh, my lambic, my frambois. Yeah. Mm. I was like, it's just, it's time. Now you don't mix your lambic with a seltzer, do you? No, no, it's already you? sparkly and light yeah, and refreshing, yeah. and it's so cold and perfect right now. No, I do not mix it with seltzer. I do always have seltzer with me, though. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. How about you, Dan? Did you uh, find that your magic whiskey cabinet replenished? It did not, but uh, I did go and get some yogurt soju again. So <laughs> that's uh, it's my real. This is kind of like a a good default now because it's like it's not too heavy, but it's enough. But like one bottle is like just the right amount of alcohol. I feel like. Yeah. So now the race is: can you? Finish it without needing more before the end of the podcast. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not... I don't think I'm in danger of needing more. Yeah. I don't know. Also, it kind of tastes like a drink that I used to drink when I was a little kid, which was not alcoholic, to be clear. (laughs) But, um, yeah, had a similar flavor. Um, And that, uh, I don't know, that's interesting to me for some reason. Nostalgia. Nostalgia, exactly. Uh, well, this podcast is going great so far, I think. Do you guys want to talk about nostalgia for uh, Katrina? <laughs> oh, that is the... God, on, you're going to no, lead all... Right. Your segues are going to be terrible this week. <laughs> That's the segue. There we go. Uh, I watched uh, uh, Five Days at Memorial over the weekend. Uh, and if you don't know anything about it, it uh, is a show about the five days in Memorial Hospital after Katrina. And it is just a horror show, just a horrible horror show. And then, so each episode covers a day, and then there's three more episodes. Because I don't know what you know about Memorial, but basically the situation was at the end of the five days, they were evacuated. And... Anyone that was left behind, and these are like old, critically ill patients, would have just naturally expired in the heat and with no water and no food. And this, yeah. so uh, a few of the doctors did what they thought was necessary, and like, um, yeah, um, I don't know how you say that. <laughs> uh, Gave them the medication so that they would no longer live. Oh. And then there's sort of like an investigation into that and the other yeah. three episodes, which is like, I mean, what do you do? What do you, I mean, yeah. if you've got like a 380-pound man that's paralyzed and there's, I mean, you leave him to die or you right. help him like there's no getting him out it. yes yeah. no there was i mean the, the they spent like three days trying to like airlift these people and yeah and a lot of people died in that process right uh and then at some point they got the the, the 
National Guard finally got their shit together and came and evacuated, but for some reason said, at 5 o'clock, we're done. Everybody has to be out. And if you're not out, too bad. And the doctors did what they thought. A few of the doctors did what they thought they had. But it was also like it's in the South. So some of the doctors were like morally objected to that. So they're also telling on the other doctors. Right. It's just a mess. Just a horrific. But it's like I don't. I wouldn't recommend it, but also yeah. sometimes you really just got to see this sort of stuff just to yeah. confront it so you, so it never happens again. Exactly. What, what, where is it airing? Where is it? What's the platform? Oh, it's on Apple TV Plus okay. and it stars uh, uh, Conjuring, uh, not Taya Leone, but... Vera Farmiga. Vera Farmiga? Thank you. Yes. So her. it's fiction. I mean, not fiction. It's a. Docu- it's not a doc. It's a docudrama. Okay. Yes. Yes. Not a documentary. Right. Okay. And a lot of like character actors you'd probably recognize. Yeah. But it is heavy and intense and not fun to watch. And I watched six episodes in a row. Oh. You gonna finish it off? Yeah, yeah, I'll finish the last two. I just had to take a break. Yeah. Anyway, but I do kind, I mean, if you can stomach it. Yeah. It's, it's, I didn't, I didn't know that happened. So it's kind of, I wouldn't say interesting, but. Right. Whatever that word might be. It's worthwhile. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, well, how do you, you can't be like, it's great. Like, it's, it's no, no, it's because <laughs> like, it's not. It's well done. Okay. I think there's some criticism online that there was too much focus on the doctors and nurses and not enough on the patients. But I think if you'd centered it any more on the patients, it would have been just completely impossible to watch. Right. Well, and especially if, if, the payoff is like, presumably in the first couple of episodes, you don't know where it's going, but if it's, if the show is kind of centered around the decision that some of these doctors had to like made, right. Right. Yeah. Like it does need to keep the focus on them. Cause otherwise, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's a tough balance. Yeah. Okay. So what- well, Dust, I'm curious, what made you decide to watch it? Just because I feel like I haven't heard very much about this show. Like, I've seen, I'll, I feel like the extent I know about this show is that, like, when I turn on my Apple TV, it's like the preview is, like, there a lot. Yeah. But outside right. of that, uh, I don't I, I don't feel like it was super heavily promoted or advertised or I don't know. I would not have watched it, I don't think, if I hadn't assigned it to myself to review. Or, or, or Kleena assigned it. And, well, mm-hmm. there was, a, like, the spreadsheet. Oh, I was like, oh, well, that, nobody else took that. That looks kind of interesting. But I didn't really, I didn't know what it was really about. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you weren't, like, necessarily super aware of it before? No, not at all. Oh, okay. And I had no idea what I was getting myself into when I turned it on. Yeah. Apple is not great at promoting their stuff. Mm-hmm. 
it's hard to promote anything because there's nowhere to promote anything anymore. Yeah, true. Because nobody has commercials. Yeah. You should promote it on Pajiba, Apple TV+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Why promote it when there will be a review anyway? That's true. Well. Our business model. We need to. We should, you should. I know. I got to work can, on it. You got to work on that. You got to get those. Uh, what are those? That like, Marvel money. Those banners that they put on like the side of the page when it's like it's like a promo for one, but it like yeah the takeover ads yeah yeah and if you don't move your mouse fast enough like the thing comes in with yeah. the autoplay yeah. video and it like yeah only it's five days at Memorial yeah. like that's the video everyone wants hijacking we have had one of those in uh, eighteen years of Pajiba and we had it for a week and it was for like Revlon. And I was so excited about it because it was like a whole takeover, even though I don't know anybody that cared about Revlon, but they pay a lot more for those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was nice. And they pay directly. You don't go through the ad network. They just set it up. And But uh, yeah, nobody else has come to us for that. So Apple TV Plus, if you're listening. <laughs> Feel free. We would like takeover ads. <laughs> Okay, well, now I feel kind of, I don't want to talk about the cartoon now. I was going to follow up Justin's thing with like a (laughs) a stupid cartoon, but that just feels really shitty. (laughs) Anyway, there's a Danny DeVito cartoon. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing I know about the Danny DeVito cartoon is the uh, Twitter thread. Yeah, that's the only reason. Uh, So actually, speaking of shows that you come to not knowing anything just because like you've heard one thing like that was mm-hmm. the only reason I knew that show premiered was I saw the jokes about Danny DeVito's like live tweeting the premiere and not hashtagging or threading so like none just, of it made sense <laughs> um it just looked like he was just having a which, breakdown which turned out to be like the best possible promotion for that show right considering I had heard nothing about it that was the best promotion they could have had um so it worked and I watched it and it's fine he plays Satan so uh Vera should do the same thing for (laughs) Memorial oh god (laughs) oh Jesus (laughs) cracking jokes about the context of the show oh my god all right yeah no this is a wash so Don't just the, the the show, just to put it out there, the show, the animated show that is fine is called Little Demon. It's on it's FX. It's on FX um, and and Hulu, but not mm-hmm. FX on Hulu. Or yes, FX on Hulu, but it's not an F. It's not an FX on Hulu only thing because that's not a thing anymore. Right. Okay. So. It airs on Hulu, but does it also air on FX? It airs on FX. Okay. And is also on Hulu. Okay, because a lot of FX shows only air on Hulu now. But not on FX. But it's, they right. don't do FX on Hulu anymore. No, but they still don't air on FX. Right. Even though but they're they are FX. still FX shows. Right, but they're yes. not FX on Hulu. They're just FX right. shows that air on Hulu, on Hulu. exclusively. Right. <laughs> I hope that clears everything up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if everyone just got Hulu, then it's, it'd be fine. Um, right you know remember when hulu and if, started and their ads were about aliens taking over your brain no no it was at the very beginning that when hulu like first started this is like yeah. 2006 
like they they did a big ad campaign. I think it was with Alec Baldwin, and it was about like how they were being run by aliens, and they were their whole goal was just to get people to watch, and then like eventually they would like I don't know scoop out people's brains or something. It was like a Mars Attacks thing. Kind of, yeah, but uh, yeah. but that was like their opening promotional thing. Uh, anyway, I, honestly, rock solid. No notes. <laughs> like I don't remember it's that. Less, it was it was less confusing than FX on Hulu. Yeah, I mean, they don't normally. I, I'll, the only ads I see now are the Disney Plus, like Disney Day or whatever, where it's like September eighth. We'll have three movies, and that's it. That's all they'll say about their like big Disney Plus day. I'm like um, maybe, maybe try harder. <laughs> you've reminded me of an ad that I remembered this week, and I went back to watch it to make sure that I remembered it correctly. Do you guys remember the Pace Picante ads? Yes. Where they would say New York City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But do you remember what they said at the end of that ad? No. No. So they're like, uh, you're talking about this paste picante is made in Houston. And then some guy looks at the jar and um, it says New York City. And they all go, New York City. And then they do the little theme song, pick up the original, pick up the paste. And then the guy goes, get a rope. And you're like, oh, my God, you can't say that. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah, I went back and watched it, and it's still there. Get a rope. (laughs) You're like, what? Yeah. That wasn't overdubbed for, like, YouTube? Like, that wasn't – that's in the actual commercial. It's in the actual – I remembered it when I was younger. I don't know how old I was when that came out, and I just wanted to check – the ad on YouTube to make sure that I remembered it correctly, and indeed I did. So you know, maybe, cool. maybe, maybe marketing is bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not get any takeover ads from Pace Picante. <laughs> but I was wondering because Molly had remembered the commercial. And I watched two commercials, and one didn't have that line, and one did. And I was wondering if the one that did only aired in the South. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember it. Huh, huh. Anyway, I don't know that I was paying that. I don't know that I was paying yeah. that much attention to salsa commercials. But do they still sell paste picante sauce? I don't know. Yeah. Probably. Let's see. <laughs> uh, yep, still exists. Paste yeah, picante. Hey, salsas. Sauces and recipes. It's owned by Campbell's. I don't know if they were always owned by Campbell's, oh. but they are now. I wonder if they uh, still make it in Houston. Uh, the website does not. Oh, here we go. Our history. Well, anyway, uh, the oh no, that's Campbell's history, not uh, Pace. Not oh, okay, yeah. uh, that reminds me of a random. Since we're in the midst of not talking about TV, a uh, random right. question that came up uh, in my my day job today. Uh, have you ever been to Bennigan's? I feel like I have in Boston. I've okay. been to I've, a Bennigan's. I've only ever heard of it, but I've, I've only ever heard of it too. Back. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was just curious because there was a. It was just a. It was just one of those things where, like, I had never heard of Bennigan's until it was in South Park, and I didn't realize right. it was a real thing. So I uh, like it's the same it with Casa Bonita. You're like, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't yeah. know yeah. Casa Bonita. But There's a well, Bennigan's that one is in, only Colorado. But Bennigan's yeah, is like all over, or is in a bunch of places. But yeah, 
It's in like the tourist area of Boston. Copies. But I mean, is it like an yeah. Applebee's or what is it? I think, I think it's, it's like a little more Irish. upscale. It's like an Irish Applebee's. Yeah. Oh. Like if you look at their website, American Fair Irish Hospitality is what they're there. But then they have like Baja Chorizo Pub Bites. So, you know, that's right. That's it's basically what people from the South come to Boston thinking that this is like Boston but food or something. The, it does kind of look like an Applebee's anyway. actually because there's like burgers and ribs and steak and sandwiches. Yeah. And probably some anyway. like big themed cocktails. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Signature drinks is a whole menu. Oh yeah. Like the Emerald <laughs> Isle Margarita. A real Irishman will spit in it. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, if if Bennigan's wants to wants to you know advertise, we're not we won't or do a out. full page takeover. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Massachusetts, no more. They're not in Massachusetts anymore. Oh, they're not. So well, not that makes Massachusetts. sense. No. They got chased out of Illinois, Texas, North Dakota, Ohio. Yeah. Anyway, this is fascinating stuff. I'm sure for everyone listening. I'm sure everyone's Bennigan's. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever eat. I don't think I've ever had Olive Garden. Oh, Red Lobster. Okay, Red Lobster's shit. Well, right, which is why I never had it. Um, I'm trying to think. But I Olive Garden has to... those endless breadsticks, which are I totally doesn't make it better, Dustin. No, the breadsticks eat, are really good, and they're and you can eat. <laughs> I mean, you're so full by the meal the time the meal gets there that you don't even care if it's that's what they get you. Yeah. Um. I don't think, yeah, there are a lot of chain restaurants that I've just never been in. I, I have been to, and this this happened much later in life, but I, I have been to a Cheesecake Factory. Oh, those are good. I just, I thought the jokes about their menu, yeah, I mean, the jokes about their menu, I always thought was like, oh, people are exaggerating. And then I finally went to one and I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 20 pages long. <laughs> it's huge. I think the biggest one I've never been to is Applebee's. Mm. Um, you said because where I grew up in the South, that's all you have is chain restaurants. Mm. So when you want to go to a fancy restaurant, you go to Chili's. Yeah. Okay. And then that's it just how it the, worked. The the uh, the place I the other place I've never been, which is both I'm scared and tempted, is the. The KFCs that have the buffet. So you oh, go to a KFC. Oh, I've never. No, no. You can have a buffet of KFC. No, but I Sounds do. Sounds like a real bad like, idea. But when people joke about like the combination like KFC, Taco Bell or whatever like that, like there's one of those. I forget. It's Taco Bell and something else. Pizza Hut? Um, no, it's Taco Bell and KFC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's either yeah, it's either Taco Bell and Pizza Hut or Taco Bell and KFC. Like they they usually do the combo, but there's one in Penn Station, and so I always like that was my thing. If I was taking a train anywhere, was like I had to go to the combination Taco <laughs> Bell. <laughs> I was like, this is gonna make me feel horrible on that train, but I'm going. Well, it's weird to realize I didn't really understand this when I lived on the East Coast, but like it, it didn't really click in my head that like Taco Bell's not really a thing. Whereas like 
At least not in New York City, because like on the West Coast, it's everywhere, no. and in Hawaii, it's everywhere. Uh, but New York, I feel like it's it's actually kind of hard to get to a Taco Bell. Like it's not same here. Yeah. So here's what I will say: there are more Taco Bells than you think in New York, but mo- like most of the same thing with like uh, Burger King, like a lot. Of, there are some big McDonald's, but a lot of the big like because it's a walking city. Like if you're up far enough or out in like Queens or something, you'll have the location with a drive through but a lot of them just right. don't have that much room. Right, so, you'll, right, right. so they're really like these little hole in the wall ones where like, I remember there's a Burger King that has an exit into like, you know, how like subway stairs will go down like several flights. One mm. of them, it's like, it's not even street level. Like there is a door halfway down the stairs <laughs> that will take you into a, a Burger King because the entrance, the street entrance to that Burger King is so not noticeable mm-hmm. like so a lot of those restaurants like they're there they're just in tiny shit right and right. so it's like it's no more noticeable than like going to the bodega and getting like right. a sausage egg and cheese like that's right and there and yeah there's less need for it in a place where you can go to a bodega or go to your corner pizza shop and get a slice for yeah a couple bucks like yeah i don't need i i can get better <laughs> shitty Tacos. <laughs> Can you find an Arby's in LA? Because those are really hard to find. Uh, are they? They're not as prevalent anymore. There used to be one uh, a fairly close, but now it's kind of like I have to kind of go out of my way to get to Arby's, um, which is a bummer. Like, because, why would you? Well, but the thing is Arby's. that Arby's was uh, there weren't very many in Hawaii, so it was kind of like a treat to go to Arby's because it was so rare. Um, and it's not like there are a lot of roast beef places to go. I mean, it's, there's, there's zero Arby's. roast beef. Like, yeah, that's the, that was the pinnacle of roast. It's like how in the eighties, the pinnacle of pizza was either pizza Hut or Domino's, depending on which one you prefer. Yeah. We right. had pizza in and pizza hut. We didn't have pizza in. We had, we had Domino's mm-hmm. and pizza. Hut, but were they competitors uh, or were they the same thing? Which one? Uh, yeah, they were different. Yeah, they were. Huh. Pizza Hut and Pizza Inn and Domino's. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, Domino's, Domino's is different. Like Pizza Inn. Oh, I don't know. Does Pizza Inn still exist? Or was that just a Southern thing? I've never heard of it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I have no it might idea. It's been a Southern thing. It might have been like our Dairy Kings. What is that a thing? We had a few Dairy Kings. Yes, I think it was just like trying to capitalize. Oh, okay. Yeah. It wasn't just sexism. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's Little Demon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've, suffi- oh, we've sufficiently wasted time, so that's good. Because now we now we all of a sudden don't have enough time to talk about the, the other shows. Um, okay. I mean, Where it's fine. We, we still with? have plenty of time. Uh, Dustin, did you watch She-Hulk? Yeah. All right. Let's talk. Love the She-Hulk. Okay. Well, I I think I love the She-Hulk. I enjoy it so far. Yeah. I was thinking when they said much of me. I I, I was thinking when they when they said legal show that it would be more like I don't know in in a court. Yeah. I'm curious. Oh, good. No, I'm. It's. I think one thing I will say is it's a little hard to tell what the balance is going to be still because it's only been two right. half hours. 
Yeah. So I'm kind of like, how much is set up? Like, is this, is the second episode indicative of the balance that will be throughout the whole thing? Or will like, now that she has a client, will the next couple of episodes be more heavily in the courtroom? Like I, right. Right. I still don't know. <laughs> and it, it felt like it was interesting to see that they didn't release the first two because this second episode felt so much more like more set up. Like it felt like now we're about to be like, Oh, now we're on the journey. Uh, right. Cause now she, yeah. like you said, she actually has a client and she has like, there's a place for this story to go and uh, yeah. we're not going to get the Hulk anymore, maybe, which is fine because he's yeah. just yeah. on the phone. Yeah. He took off into space, um, which I'm sure will be important for a movie at some point. <laughs> but I think as Tori said, it is cool that they're sort of like exploring the blip part of the MCU. I, well, I don't think they are, but I think you that don't they're... Think that. Well, no, I was I was using that as an example. Like, I don't really, I don't rem- really remember Abomination or. So what I think they're doing, I was trying to use that as as an example of like people are kind of complaining about how these shows have sort of not delved into what should be big events in the MCU, right. and I do think that like that's that is one glaring example. But the MCU has always kind of had an issue with if there isn't a giant threat knowing what to do with its own universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that while she Hulk still is not necessarily directly addressing the blip, like it, you know, mentions a bit of like, you know, what the Hulk did during that time, whatever, but like, it's not about that, but it is kind of picking up other dropped pieces from the past and kind of presenting like, Oh, okay, well, here's, you know, we've seen three phases of superhumans, superpowered individuals of various walks showing up on Earth. How do people address that? And it's like, oh, well, in one case, it's like, you know, a law firm capitalizing on it by creating a whole division and like trying to like make money off of it. Like, you know, and so I do think it's going to open a window into just generally what I think the blip complaints are indicative of an overall issue with the MC, which is just if you don't have superpowered people punching each other, like we don't know what the world of Marvel actually looks like. Right. So um, we're need to cover think, the bureaucracy is what you're saying. Well, it's, it is that, but I think it's, you know, it, it necessarily will be that cause it's a lot of show, but <laughs> it's, but I do think it's more than that. And like she, um, and I think that's what I enjoy about it is it's kind of slowing down and looking at the ripple effects. And so, mm. Um, and one of those just in this case happens to be abomination and kind of integrating um, the Incredible Hulk into uh, Marvel, whereas it, it just never really was addressed. It was sort of like that movie is canon, that Hulk is not canon, mm-hmm. which is a weird place to be. Wait, right. Where so is Abomination inc- from? From the Ed Norton movie oh, that came out the which- same year as... Iron Man. Right. But oh, the movie yeah, is canon. That. I just didn't The movie, the obviously. events of the movie is canon. Uh, you know, that is canon, like the, because Abomination has shown up before and so has uh, William Hurt as mm-hmm. Thunderbolt Ross. And Tim Roth was Abomination in the Ed Norton movie. Okay. Yeah. So everything about, and in the movie, like uh, Robert Downey Jr. shows up as Tony Stark and like recruits Ed Norton. But it's just that, like, when the Avengers movie came out, Mark Ruffalo showed up as the Hulk rather than 
so it was this weird, it was like a, yeah, it was kind of a weird thing where it's like, it is canon, just not the Hulk. Right. Because then that was difficult. Or yeah, whatever. <laughs> or they just didn't know what they wanted for Marvel or, you know, so they, um, so that's why there's that one, that like one-off joke about like, I, you know, I was a different person back then, literally. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. All right. Well, they so. didn't, they also didn't. Am I right in remembering this is one of those things that, like, I feel I'm going to get wrong, but, like, that they didn't do, like, the giant, like, multi-picture deals until after Robert Downey Jr.? Like, he was the last one that did it, right? Which is why he got paid so much more once they realized what they had. Yeah, I believe so. Um, So it wasn't necessarily, like, like they got rid of Edward Norton. It was that, for whatever reason, they didn't bring him back, but... Uh, right. It wasn't like he like had he, like six more pictures on his contract and they just got out of it. I don't think so. And and the reality is if his movie had taken off instead of Iron Man, like you know, maybe that would have right. been the base the thing to kickstart the MCU rather. Like right. I don't think anyone, you know, part of it is yeah, they weren't locking them in like that, but also nobody expected Iron Man to do what it did. Right. Like, I feel like people were still like John Favreau, like the the guy from yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, if, if swingers, you, like here's the thing, like if you knew looking back that you like you were making the movie, you were greenlighting the movie that was going to kickstart like the biggest franchise of the millennium. Would you hire John Favreau? <laughs> <laughs> Would you bet it on Favreau? And I'm not saying like he did a great job. It took off because of him. He's doing good work with, you know, Star Wars and stuff like that. Like I'm not shitting on him. I'm just saying like the stakes of Iron Man on its own versus the weight of the whole MCU. Like, right. Different, different. Right. Yeah. Um, And likewise, I think that, you know, now we're coming out the back end of that where it's like everything felt, you know, every movie, every choice had weight. And, you know, the one thing as much as like, I don't, I think that this phase has been more hit or miss, but what I've appreciated about, about the TV shows is that they are able to have, you know, more tones, more different, you know, not only just characters, but maybe different approaches. I don't think that they've been as different as they could have been. And I think that She-Hulk is one of the bigger, um, I don't even want to say risk, but it's definitely... A, a departure a, yeah depa- bigger departure mm-hmm. yeah yeah right. um and i don't know how much it's hard because you know i i think that it's ultimately fine like I, i'm curious where the season is going i don't feel like there's as much riding on it um but i also think like a lot of my enjoyment of it isn't just that it's funny and isn't just that it's a law show or whatever like it's it, it continues to be Maslani. Like she is so charismatic in the part that I'm right. kind of like, I don't notice as much like there's not much happening right now or like, I just buy her. So yeah. yeah. She's um, really good. Yeah. And short. Very short. Just super tiny. So yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see where it goes, but it's also, it's, it remains hard to like make a firm, like out of two half hour episodes, I'm like, yeah, there's some interesting stuff that's been brought up. Still yes. wondering what the hell's going on with Jamila Jamil. Like <laughs> one day I'll figure out that her name is not Jessica Walters. Possibly. <laughs> so we have like what, six or seven Marvel shows now? 
um, WandaVision, Loki, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Ms. Marvel, What If, if you want to count it. Uh, God, my favorite is uh, Hawkeye, weirdly. Hawkeye, yep. Yeah. Moon Knight. Yeah, we've had this a lot. Eight. And Miss Marvel, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Miss Marvel. Um, Hawkeye was really good. Hawkeye was short. Like, I like that. Yeah. I like that they kind of knew what it had to be. I think that's my favorite. And then maybe She-Hulk so far. I'm really enjoying She-Hulk. I really liked Loki, but that was, it just happened to be exactly my mm-hmm. level of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I will admit that, but I do. That one works. I like Owen Wilson and Loki. <laughs> I think I'm I'm probably with you, Tori, where I'm like Loki, and then uh, Hawkeye was pleasant. I still think I enjoyed, even though I didn't love the ending of Wandavision. I think I still enjoyed the the ride of Wandavision more. Uh, I think Wandavision was stronger than Hawkeye. Um, mm. I think Hawkeye was good for what it was. I do. And I agree. I think like WandaVision wasn't perfect, but there were the highs of WandaVision were higher than I think the highs of Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, but again, it was, you know, not all of them have been like WandaVision was what, like was eight or nine episodes. She Hulk is going to be like nine episodes. It's also, I think sometimes it's harder. The six episodes, I think, I think Loki was six episodes. Oh, Falcon Winter Soldier, I think, were only six. That was mm-hmm. six. Yeah, Hawkeye Ms. Marvel was six. was six. Yeah. So sometimes the shorter format, I think, gives them... They're more easily crafting, like, a whole arc, mm-hmm. whereas the longer shows, I think, feel a bit more like TV shows. Like, maybe they're... Right. I don't know. We'll see. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So it's She-Hulk. Marvel Speaking continues of to make shows, shows that are that are mostly fun. <laughs> that could kind of be either of the next. Are we going back to Memorial already? Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> um, I was actually thinking of uh, House of the Dragon. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Mostly just because I don't quite. I still feel like it's it's in, it's really well done, but nothing has been surprising yet and i know it's it, it's just we're only two episodes in but it feels yeah. like oh yeah that like the everything that that's kind of that you'd kind of expect to happen has happened i feel like and the characters are so far turning out to be who you think they are um yeah but again you know the production value obviously is great the the actors are all great um but so that's an interesting thing because the production value like is it great they're reusing the theme song they're Mm -hmm. wearing costumes multiple times the Mm -hmm. wigs are all over the place well dragons that cj yeah the wigs are are always kind of uh cg on the dragons i don't think is nearly as good as game of thrones okay um it's weird And and i'm not saying like i still enjoy like, but I, but I do think that the, it gets a certain pass because we sort of know, we know what this world is supposed to look like, right. and even though it's like 180 years before, like, I, 
I don't think the show looks quite as good. I mean, the dragons, the dragons didn't aren't quite as evolved as they are in in you know two hundred years later. They, they I guess look better. Yeah, that's it's that's, like that's no, just it's evolution. I will say I haven't paid that close attention to the CG. I've just kind of been like, oh, dragon. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I didn't find this episode as engaging as the first. I think just it needs more Matt Smith. I think he's the real draw for me. Hmm. Yeah. I like um, Rhaenyra. Yeah. Their names are all getting a rain because Rhaenyris is the aunt. Yeah, right. Yes. Right. So, okay. So Rhaenyra. Um, I do like that they, I think her character was more interesting this time. She kind of, I, I like the interplay between her and her uncle and like, you know, and, mm-hmm. And Damon and, and kind of going and, and facing him down and, and kind of taking a little bit of, of initiative. Um, I think, but that's kind of what you would expect. Like it kind of, it just felt like, oh, she's being more Danny light. <laughs> right. right, exactly. And so it's like, and so the question is kind of like how much of that is going to, con- you know, how is she going to grow? Um, right. Patty Considine, like he's, he's great, but his character mm-hmm. is just like, it's just, can you make the wrong choice at every single turn? Okay. <laughs> right. Like. Oh. Uh, oh. Sorry. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> no, no. I just, yeah. I think it's it's that same thing of like, I enjoy it fine, but there's not, mm-hmm. I, nothing has happened that is surprising. And I right. still feel like it's the world of it is so small. Like there's mm-hmm. just, there is no hook. Yeah. Well, one thing that was interesting was that the they're not dealing with travel the way that the show used to deal with travel. And again, not late game Game of Thrones, but early game, where like they're like, "Oh, we have to go to this castle," and then the next scene we're at that castle, which like previously, I don't know how far they they're supposed to be because I don't know the map, but like that right. would have been like several episodes of of travel time, traveling and uh, dealing with bandits and the yeah yeah. But on um, the other hand, I think they're allowed the shortcut because she was going to fly there. Right. And that's fine. I mean, I didn't, it didn't bother me to be clear. It's yeah. just, it's just, that was but, the first thing that I was like, oh, this feels like a departure from the old form. Put it that way. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing that came to mind because we finally got a full scene with uh, Sonoya Mizuno's character. And I was really trying to figure out what that accent was. Was she was doing like, French? It, it sounded what French, right? It? Right. <laughs> it would. It. I thought it sounds French, but also obviously, it's not French. But I don't know what it was. But it was. Yeah. It was. It was kind of all I could think about in that scene. It was awful, and I and uh, not her. She I right. still like as a performer. That is something yeah. that like I don't know who was giving her direction on like. Mm-hmm either who the language coach, what they were trying, if it was supposed to be all over the place. Cause it's like, obviously there is no France. Like, you know, it's a made up world. Like they can have made up accents from like, it's fine, but it was, it was so distracting. Yeah. Whatever, whatever country she's supposed to be from, um, or kingdom. Um, yeah, it was like, that was just weird. That was painful. And I, I felt really bad for her. Cause I'm like, I was happy that she has, you know, a, a role in a, like this kind of profile, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, like that was, it was, only, it felt a little cruel. Like they should have dubbed her afterwards, done literally anything. Like the mm-hmm. fact that that got on air. Right. 
Dustin, on the other hand, was fine with it. No, I, 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 I might have nodded off for, during that part. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any recollection whatsoever of that French lady. The the really? mistress, the one oh my god, the whole scene with oh, Matt Smith and his mistress. girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know the oh, one okay, Asian okay. in the whole show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the lead in devs. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that was a weird character. <laughs> yeah. Her. <laughs> um Yeah, it did need more Matt Smith. I bet I'm sure that's coming. I'm sure. And it, it, it needs a few more, like, supporting scene-stiller scene types. Yeah, we don't really have... I'm sure I, that like, will I, get there. I appreciate... I, and I think that's part of it, too, is that, like, nobody has, other than Matt Smith, has jumped out. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's like, I'm looking at the cat and I'm like, Patty's great, but could be doing more. Or, like, um, I, uh, Risey Fonts or whatever, like the no. guy who plays Otto. He is such a good actor, and he's good at this part, but he's playing it all so close to the chest. And I'm like, I I need you to be either more more good or more evil or just more something. Like, give me more, because it's there in your little eyes. Um, And I don't know the names of anyone else, so that's fine. Uh, I don't know. It'll get there, probably, maybe. I mean, it got picked Mm -hmm. up for a second season Mm -hmm. already. Well, that's the thing. Whether it gets there or not, we'll keep watching. Yeah, you know it hasn't been. You know it hasn't been renewed officially. What? Oh, (laughs) Westworld. Oh, it hasn't. They have not announced. See, they have not announced season five, but they announced season two of House of Dragon after one episode. I mean, Mm. which made sense. They're clearly banking on this, and it did. A lot. I'm gonna laugh if they've already greenlit it and like the, and it doesn't seem this way. Like people are the buzz is strong on it, but like if the viewership just like massively tanks mid season. Yeah, I mean it might, but I just feel like people are so invested in this world. Even though it felt like nobody was anymore after Game of Thrones, but the way that we all came back, like oh yes, we. I know we're so weak. Yeah. Just like as as a society. Yes. <laughs> like we're so weak. <laughs> like it's we, not like it's fine. It is not that good. <laughs> no. Why are we, we watching it? We we just all need hope, you know, like uh like the people of Wrexham. There we go. Oh, that was a good one. See, we need to let Dan do the, the I'm sorry. Only I'm only sorry. once in a while. Um uh a sports show, which we all watched, but uh, welcome to Wrexham. It is on FX proper as well as on Hulu because that's mm-hmm. where FX go- shows go to stream. Uh, a documentary, sports documentary series uh, about the uh, following the Wrexham uh, uh, football club uh after they were purchased by Rob McElhenney and uh, Ryan Reynolds. Um, and it's two, the first two episodes aired last week. So, and it's weekly after that. And um, I was really kind of shocked at how charmed I was by this, even though like, because it feels like, Oh, it's going to be like a weird vanity thing. But like outside of the fact that it's 
Rob McElhinney and Ryan Reynolds buying the team, it's pretty yeah. much like, a, and they do a couple jokes within the show, but like, other than that, it's pretty much just a straight sports drama or sports yeah. documentary. Right. Um, and I feel like those two are, they're not completely front and center. They're taking, right, you know. Right. Right. Not making it all about them. Right. No. They're they're balanced well. Like, they, they show up, they'll do a couple things, but, like, it really is more getting to know the players and the, mm-hmm. and the support they, staff. Yeah. Yeah. But it also, because there's act, there's stakes, like they're really getting rid of people and stuff like that, like it it also is what saves it because it, it's kind of just Ted Lasso-y. But yeah, it, it, it was isn't. very until that, until that hook comes. And until, like, oh, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, it's like, oh, they're just doing real life Ted Lasso. And then you get to right, the end of right. that second episode and it's like, oh, mm. nope, this <laughs> yeah, is, nope. yeah. This is reality where you actually have to like cut all of these people that yeah. we just got to know and love. Yeah. And it was, and I do, I, you know, it's, it's sad, but the, the impact of that kind of, um, I know Dan, you talk about it when it's with like top chef or whatever, or, or survivor when it's the, mm. the edit, like, and it was it like the winner's mm. edit or whatever, like you kind yeah, of, yeah. or who's going to get cut. Like you can kind of tell based on what, who's getting featured. Right. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes uh, a character, especially, I feel like this is more prevalent. It happens in, in Survivor, too, but I feel like it's especially prevalent in Top Chef, where especially if it's someone who you don't really know, and then all of a sudden they're getting a lot of interview time, then you're like, oh, they're yeah. either going to win or yeah. they're about to be out of the show. They're about to be eliminated, yeah. Yeah. And and can... that was, you saw that here, but it was like you only, you met like three people and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, and those three people are gone and also 10 other people. It's like right, the show right. straight up was like, yeah, we did not – there was no way to feature everyone. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to pick a couple. Yeah. And like, then you just have to know that like half the team was let go. Yeah. And then we're going to fire Ted Lasso basically. Or maybe well, Ted Lasso wasn't. is the one that's coming. Well, it's, whoever, it's whoever we'll meet this week. Yeah. Are uh, they going we'll to install Humphrey as the coach? Humphrey. Yeah. I hope Humphrey, Humphrey is the British guy. Humphrey Care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. from uh, from uh, the, the auto from show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved him. Yeah. yeah, but it's funny that he's like he's pos- he's put forward as like their expert, and his expertise yeah. is basically that he he watches soccer. Watches. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but also, he's like, or at least as far as the conceit in the show goes, he's the one that. Um, told them about the team like got right. rob hooked on football right right and then rob was like so what can i do and i was like oh well, there's this team like he's the instigator of it all but yeah he's mm-hmm. not that and knowledgeable like, he's like a series regular on american auto so he's got to like go back and shoot that at some point right oh he well, is well i'm sure he was a writer in... on mythic quest yeah yeah i'm sure he was not there all the time Right, but it is yeah. kind of fun that he's the representative for right. yeah. Ryan Reynolds and <laughs> And maybe he won't be forever, yeah. Mm. Like, maybe it's they, just in the beginning. Yeah, they should probably hire, like, someone who knows <laughs> what they're doing. <laughs> well, they did. They brought in the guy who was, like, the, oh, the commissioner CEO of guy. the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, yeah. But it is fun to see Ryan Reynolds in his sort of, like not 
constantly shmarmy. He, uh, he, you can, if you watch his interview on Letterman, my next, this introduction, whatever, the Letterman's talk show, it's kind of fun to see Ryan Reynolds on that because he's not all shmarm and like shtick and he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, right. He's much more of a childhood. normal person. Here. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I like him. And Rob too. I mean, he comes across as, you know. Yeah, he's, he's slightly more on than than Ryan Reynolds is. Like, but it's also much right. more his. This is kind of more his baby. Right, but I think Rob is still Rob. Like, yeah. no matter what context, because I, I listen to their podcast and it's just the same guy, yeah. and kind of the same guy on "It's Always Sunny." Yeah, which is a great guy. Yeah. Well, um, is he? I don't mean Rob. Pretty- I mean, I mean Mac. Yeah. Oh, 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 no. Okay. Max, not a great guy. <laughs> no. Not to be fair, none of them are. That's yeah. the no, whole yeah, appeal yeah. of the show. That's the point. Uh, I did appreciate him just being like, I needed, you know, I have TV money, but I need movie money. <laughs> right. <laughs> like going through all of Ryan Reynolds' various businesses. How much do you just think using uh, him? Like that team must have cost. Are we talking like 5 million, 10 million, 50 million? I have no idea. Yeah, because you're because you're not just buying the team. It sounds like you're buying the stadium too. Yeah. So there's but like it's, it's the real estate and the rights. It's a. I mean, it's a. It must be a relatively small market because they only have sixty five thousand people, which is the size of my city. And we have like a minor league team. Yeah, I was thinking about that because somebody just bought our minor league team, and I kind of wanted to be like, why couldn't we just get? Like Rob McElhenney to buy us, <laughs> come buy, come buy the Lake Champlain or whatever the Vermont Lake Monsters. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, that's a baseball team. I think I'm finding an article on how much it costs to buy Wrexham. Two million, they two point three five million. What? Well, that's the that's yeah. to buy it, right? So versus like they also right. have to now, run it. They, yeah, they have to right. pay salaries and everything. Yeah, and the and the stadium, like you couldn't, there mm. weren't, you, they weren't selling tickets, so right, right. But presumably, you know, most of it will pay for itself if they're successful. So that's the gamble. Right. But they have, have to put money answer. in. They have to put money in to get to that point. But that's like you know a day's work for Ryan Reynolds. Half of that. Like it's a a day from Mint Mobile. <laughs> well, that's, guys... that's why Rob brought him in. But it's, <laughs> yeah, also, but it's also funny because it is one of those things where like they, and I appreciate that the show shows them using their notoriety to get attention to the team because yes. that's part of it. But it's also right. very clear that like they themselves cannot help this team outside of their notoriety. Right. So they're willing to be like, yeah, no, we're celebrities. We'll do random ads or whatever. But like, you know, day-to-day management, they're not, there is not like, there is not a day's right. worth of Ryan Reynolds work. <laughs> like it, he cannot do anything. <laughs> it works because as soon as the episode ended, I went to the official site to buy a t-shirt. They were all sold out and all the shirts are like aviation gin with like a small Wrexham Logo. Uh, on the top. But the aviation gen is the huge one. And then TikTok is the other yeah. shirt. 
So they're doing just that. Yeah, I think they're, they're gonna bring fine. a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. It's a solid gamble. I think so. Okay. I'd like to see like season two when like uh, Charlie Day and uh, like Emily Blunt mm-hmm. buy a competing team. That's a weird. That mix. would be. Great. <laughs> I know. It's just a random two people I thought of. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yes. Yes. But what I love if... the whole drama behind, you know, promotion and relegation. And I, yeah. I don't know why we don't do that here in any sport. Again, stakes. It's nice <laughs> exactly. when there are. <laughs> and I do. I hope the show goes for more seasons. Like, I hope they don't have to sell. Like, I, I'm. it's like I'm hoping that the team is successful for the town and whatever. And you do get invested. But I'm also kind of like, I want to see these guys have to, like, keep like with this team, like keep working to bring it up. Like I would watch that for seasons, even if it wasn't immediately successful. Oh, look at us. We did it. We did we it. We talked about we all the shows. It. We talked about all the shows in an hour. We did. Um, which is weird. Hey, did you have you want to talk about to hope? We can talk about five days of Memorial. If you want to talk about some more hope. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Was there I'm anything else? Sorry, sorry. You're, I couldn't you're just really good. just dragging it back down. <laughs> is this, uh, is this, is, has there not been any dark hole, like mysterious holes on TV? You have to create no, one no, of just like. Yeah. Manifest is back it? in November. Yes. So. It's like Manifest and Yellowstone and La Brea all running concurrently. Oh, When's Riverdale just, back? Not till next year. Oh, oh not until next year. Thank God. Yeah. Is it a shortened season? Uh, I, don't I don't know, know if I can do another 22 episodes. Jesus Christ. But uh, lot, there's going to be a lot more TV to talk about for sure. Um, also, uh, uh, Archer's back. Mm. I haven't watched it yet, but it's, uh, it's good. back. And, and Tori says it's still Archer and still good. Wait. So. Oh, Archer's back. Yeah, I don't watch yeah. Archer anymore. No, I have standards. <sighs> I watched Charlie Quinn and it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. They had a really fun Joker as a Suburban Dad episode. Was that last week or two weeks ago? I don't know. Uh, I think it was last week. Yeah. That was great. Um, it was like kind of sitcom y, but yes. the Joker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, the, this season has been great. Yes. Uh, and just putting it out there, the uh, third season finale of Trying airs on Friday, the best comedy on television right now. And that's Watch just it. because Los Spookies doesn't come back in for another couple weeks, I think. Sure, yes, that's exactly why. I'm literally like, I know it's probably just because everything's tanking at HBO, but like my one concern is like, ugh, they cancel everything. They're going to cancel Los Spookies. <laughs> I'm like, it costs nothing. Just like, just pick it up. Like, I don't care. Just give it a couple years. Like, just don't cancel it. It's made of cardboard. It, co- it cannot cost any money. <laughs> I don't know. All that money. All that money is going to uh, to uh, the rehearsal for their. Band. Yeah. Fred Armisen's sex edition, sex oh, yeah. addiction therapy or whatever. Therapy, yes. Just paying out people. Um, I like how HBO Max has dropped. Subscri- they're really trying to get people to like sign up for a year 
like they're like just all these ads for like it's cheaper now like sign up and it's like maybe if you guys stopped getting rid of your programming (laughs) you wouldn't have to drop your prices okay but what have they gotten rid of so far that you really cared about it's not i think it's a lot of catalog stuff it's the idea of like they're if you're paying for the platform like obviously the new shows that are there it's fine but if they're but what in the catalog have they got? Like I always joke? did want to watch Infinity Train, and that's not there. Uh-huh. Camping, the Lena Dunham show, which was not good. What? No, it was okay. But like, I would never watch that. And then there was the Catherine Hahn show that was fine, but I would never go back and watch that. And those are the only two that I cared about at all so far. At all, yeah, yeah. But it, I think it's an issue of discovery. Yeah, like some of them, I'm not like yeah, the camping show. Like no, I would never. I mean, it sucks for the people who work on it and right. don't get the residuals. But like so far, I don't think they've got anything that anybody's really going to miss, except maybe I guess Infinity Train. But I do think it's not just yeah, it's some of the programming that are from other channels, and I think that's mm-hmm. I don't know. Like if you want to be a if you want to be a hub where there's stuff to be discovered. Like, and that, yeah, if they're going to cut stuff out and drop the price, like then, yeah, right. you're paying for it. But people were willing to pay the higher price because there right. was and, and more I think options. The, 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 the bigger thing is just that it's more of the, it's not like this hasn't been happening elsewhere. It's just that this is right. the, the most public shock of like, oh, things can disappear forever from streaming and just you just can't you just won't be able to find it anymore and like i understand and i i agree like i have a huge dvd shelf like i agree with the argument toward physical media but the reality is that for the you know we like i hate saying content but for the amount of shows and movies and things like that are out there to consume like i'm not going to buy a dvd of something i haven't until i've watched it and i know i like it Right. And it's like having that option. Like, and frankly, I do not have room <laughs> to buy a DVD of everything that I enjoy. That's the appeal of the streaming services. So like, yes, I would right. love to like, you know, I support physical media. I will buy lots and lots of things, but like, no, I'm not going to, I won't. But if it's, I'm more than happy to pay for a streaming service to have it. I won't buy any physical media, but that's beside the point. But isn't it interesting that all of these streaming networks drop uh, uh, movies all of the time and nobody, like... But that's but different. TV so, shows. No. Oh. So movies and TV shows, that happens. But it's... So the difference is when it's something that they controlled originally. Mm-hmm. But like so, Harry Potter but, gets dropped and that's a WB thing. But if it goes elsewhere. So, like, and that's part of it. Like, every every studio or whatever has its catalog. And they will sell to, you know, certain things will go to Netflix. But then if Netflix doesn't want to re-up that window or if Hulu is willing to pay more, that's why you'll see a movie drop off one platform and then a couple months later be added to another one. Like, But every time I want to watch a movie, I have to buy it because it's never available on any streaming platform and I subscribe to all of them. And but, I think that's I think that's happening more and more because I think they're paying less money. They're investing more in originals, right? And maybe like having less just random movie catalog stuff, um, knowing that people will rent it if they want, right? But then, so, but then the flip side with those originals is like, okay, well, if they no longer want to support their own originals, like, can those be like? 
could an HBO Max original be sold to Netflix? Theoretically. Well, yeah, but you can still rent those on Amazon. Some of them, anyway. I mean, the HBO shows. You can't, like, rent a Netflix original one. But Netflix hasn't dropped anything that... Right. Yeah, Netflix doesn't drop their own stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Well... They just cancel their shows. They keep them on right. there, though. It's a weird time. Indeed. So what I'm hearing is you need all 11 or however many seasons of Kids in the Halls so you can catch up. Mm-hmm. You want them on mm-hmm. DVD? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to just all the DVDs. <laughs> I don't have a DVD player anymore. What are you talking about? You have a video game system. Yeah. I suppose that I do, yes. <laughs> well, there you go. All right. All right. All right. Well, uh, we'll be back next. No, we won't be back next week. Uh, oh. Oh. My fault. Because it's uh, Labor Day weekend and I uh, have an unavoidable conflict. So we'll be <laughs> off next week. And then It's always Dan's fault. Two. I want you, yeah. all, you all to know it. It's not. It's not the kind of conflict that requires me to talk about a trip to a redacted location somewhere in the world it is just a uh, it's just regular, it's just you'd rather do something and else we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna take we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna take the holiday so um, dan has a life Ooh. we'll be back in two weeks i hope and then uh and then we'll be we'll be one Assuming week closer dan doesn't to, have anything better to do that night no it, it will be one week closer to the uh to the, the return of network tv look uh, abbott elementary comes back in like three weeks all right and that's really oh, that's crazy yeah i mean it's so. a great show but is that going to be enough to sustain this podcast we're sure, going to be we talking can... about She-Hulk and House and Hot D for weeks. Well, yeah, we're also going to be anyway. talking about that. But we're just going to be like these shows continue to be fine. <laughs> Tori's Kung Fu Corner will be back in October. Look, it's going to be great. We're almost at episode one fifty, so we're we're on our way. You know, we're doing it. Three years. We're almost at three years. We're almost there. Somehow we've made it three years almost. And yet, according to Tori, we're in our fifth season or fourth yes. season. Yes, okay. that makes I think sense. That. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, uh, have a good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Woo. You know, Tori waves every time. I do. It's a podcast. <laughs> but I also wave directly at the microphone. I'm not even waving at you guys.